Hello everybody, this is Jazz's online editor Matt Micucci and you are listening to Jazz's Crate Digging. Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Jazz's Crate Digging. This is a podcast series where, as we like to say, We take you through the record stores of our minds. We're just about done with the era of algorithms dictating to us what we should or should not listen to. And so we're taking it back to a time when talking about records was about human interactions. It was about walking into a record store and striking up a conversation with a guy at the counter or just somebody else flicking through those beautiful records. Those are the days and we want them back. Uh, It's just me on this one, folks. Our digital content editor, Brian Zimmerman, will be back soon, so don't you worry about that. And this episode of Crate Digging is our monthly episode where we take the opportunity to go through some of our highlight new jazz releases that we feel are particularly noteworthy. So this episode is all about highlighting 10 new jazz albums that you need to know about and that are being released in May 2021. But here's our usual disclaimer. The following 10 albums are not necessarily the best jazz releases out this month. And of course, these are not all of the new albums out this month that you should check out. But we've kind of sifted through the myriads of emails and press releases and news items that we receive regularly to come up with a comprehensive and diverse list of noteworthy jazz albums that have been released or will be released in May 2021. In other words, these are albums that for one reason or another, conceptually, artistically, musically, and so on, are well worth keeping your eyes and ears out for. Now, the article of the 10 albums you need to know about from May 2021 was posted on our website jazzes.com last week. So for those who have read it, there'll probably not be any surprises here. But this is an audio companion piece where you'll also get to hear some of the music on these records and we'll be getting into these releases a bit more, as you'll see if you... Stick around to listen to the full podcast. The hope is that this podcast and other podcasts of this crate digging series will encourage you to further your own jazz explorations even more. Before we begin, let me tell you that today's episode of Crate Digging is brought to you in part by NAD Electronics. NAD is renowned for its award-winning line of components for audio and home theatre, which includes amplifiers, receivers and turntables. And here's a tip they've sent for all of us vinyl heads. To better care for your vinyl collection, NAD recommends storing your records vertically in a cool, dry place to prevent warping. For more, check out nadelectronics.com. That's nadelectronics.com. Now, let us begin with our list of 10 albums out this month, May 2021, that you need to know. This list is in chronological order, so at the time of recording, the first few will already have been released. That includes the first of these titles, Other Worlds. This is the new album by the Joe Lovano and Dave Douglas-led star-studded quintet Sound Prince. The lineup includes Lawrence Fields, Linda Mayhan O, and Joy Barron. And this is actually the third release of Lovano and Douglas with Sound Prince. And interestingly, the music featured on this record, five originals apiece from the saxophonist and the trumpeter, was conceived as a homage to Wayne Shorter, the great Wayne Shorter. 
Reason being, the Sound Prince Quintet debuted on Blue Note Records in 2013, the year of Wayne Shorter's 80th birthday, and from the outset the group has stated that their mandate was to lift up Shorter's legacy through the writing and performance of new music conceived in his risk-taking and fearlessly inventive spirit. Pretty cool. So let's see if you can hear some of that risk-taking and fearlessly inventive spirit on this track. This is Life on Earth from the album. That was just a, a taste of other worlds, available now via Greenleaf Music. This is the label founded by Dave Douglas in 2005 and that since then has released music by such artists as Donnie McCaslin, uh, Nicole Mitchell, Linda Mahan, oh of course, and lots of great Dave Douglas projects, one of them being this new Sound Prince release. And moving on, our next album you need to know for May 2021 is a fine showcase of beautiful orchestral music featuring the vocals of celebrated Torch singer Mandy Barnett. On her new release, she celebrates the legendary Billie Holiday via interpretations of selections from her legendary 1958 album Lady in Satin. And featured in the record are also some great American songbook gems, many of which are also associated with Billie Holiday or were performed by Billie Holiday in her stellar career. The album is called Every Star Above, and aside from Barnett's uh, celebrated vocal interpretive skills, this is a noteworthy release because it also includes a 60-piece orchestra and arrangements by the great Sammy Nestico. Unfortunately, these are among Nestico's final works, as the great composer-arranger passed away on January 17 earlier this year at 96 years old. You can hear some of that magic and the record's cinematic vibes on this version of the J. Fred Coots and Sam M. Lewis penned classic, For All We Know. For all we know We may never meet again Before dreamlike stuff by Mandy Barnett and a nod to one of her heroes, the great Billie Holiday. 
Lady Day sang, for all we know, on her penultimate album Lady in Satin, and there's a story attached to this particular composition, as it was upon hearing band leader Ray Ellis' version of For All We Know that Billie Holiday finally decided to record Lady in Satin with him, having initially considered working with Nelson Riddle. And the rest, as they say, is history. As mentioned, Mandy Barnett's new album is a tribute to this record and the legend of Billie Holiday. Every Star Above is out on Melody Place BMG right now. And another tribute making this month's list of 10 albums you need to know, as well as another album available right now, is pianist Noah Haidu's latest, titled Slowly, Song for Keith Jarrett. Now, Haidu is a pianist based in New York City who is known for his melodic compositions as a framework for energetic modernist improvisations. And he's named uh, Keith Jarrett as one of his main influences and role models. In his younger days, he discovered jazz thanks to his father and he has even shared fond memories of attending Jarrett's fabled concerts with him as powerful formative experiences. Another reason to get excited about this record is that this trio session includes an amazing heavyweight rhythm section uh, with bassist Buster Williams and drummer Billy Hart, two master interpreters of their own instruments. It doesn't get much better than that, folks. All three musicians contributed compositions to the project, and here's a bit of its title track, Slowly. there you have it. That's a, a tiny bit of the title track Slowly from Slowly Song for Keith Jarrett and it was written by Noah Haidu. Uh, the album is available now on Sunnyside and was released one day before Jarrett's 75th birthday. The decision to focus the album's material around Jarrett crystallised when news broke of his retirement due to a pair of debilitating strokes. Uh, Haidu uh, defines this album as a musical response to these specific events but also to Keith's body of work at large. Anyways, moving on, our final album of this list of 10 albums you need to know that is already out at the time of recording this uh, and that we will be speaking about on this podcast is a really exciting new big band album from Ulysses Owens Jr. We're talking here about a man who is a de facto burgeoning force in jazz and one of the most sought after drummers of his generation. This new album actually marks the recorded debut of his 19 piece UOJ Big Band and it's a real swinging and incendiary big band album. If you don't believe me, just listen to his take on the Dizzy Gillespie and John Lewis composition two bass hit and see what you think.
something other tracks on the record include versions of john coltrane's giant steps to the more sedate big band take on michael jackson's human nature uh, which the great miles davis was also a fan of as we know he also includes a trio of his own charts and much more and yeah this is a great set brimming with enthusiasm that i would definitely suggest you check out it was recorded live at dizzy's club at lincoln center in early 2019 and is now available for you to order via outside in music so we move from a stunning big band album debut to a further affirmation of a group status as really one of the best around today. Many of us listening to this are well aware of British band Sons of Kemet. Uh, this is one of Shabaka Hutchins' projects. Uh, their music is a fine mixture of jazz, rock, Caribbean folk and sound styles genres of the African diaspora. A little bit flirting with avant jazz. Uh, they made their debut in 2013 with Burn and their 2018 record Your Queen is Reptile inspired by a fascinating concept referring to the British monarchy and the reptilian conspiracy theory, uh, I'm sure, is on many of the lists of the best jazz records that have been released so far in the 21st century. Their new album is called Black to the Future, and again, it's structured around the fascinating concept. Hutchins refers uh, to it as a sonic poem for the invocation of power, remembrance and healing that depicts a movement to redefine and reaffirm what it means to strive for black power. This is Sons of Kemet's third album, third studio album, and it presents a new set of pulsing grooves with these global influences that we've come to know and love from them. Here is the harmonically elegant To Never Forget the Source from Black to the Future by Sons of Kemet. layers upon layers upon layers of beautiful sounds for you to sink your ears into this is a great album from one of the great uk jazz groups of today black to the future it's not even officially out yet and it has already been called by several critics as their most dynamic outing to date the album will be released on impulse this friday on may 14 and i predict it's going to make a lot of the best of the year lists when that season comes around Another album that you should know about is the forthcoming release by pianist-producer James Francis, 
And when we talk about James Francis, we're talking about another one of the new forces in jazz to be reckoned with. He was born in 1995, which would make him 26 years old, and he's already earned that reputation as one of the new artists who will help shape the jazz landscape to come. The name of his new record is Purest Form, and it's an eclectic album that follows his impressive 2018 debut, Flight. Purest Form includes 14 tracks that tap into the essence of his artistry, conjuring a world of sounds and textures. For example, I know that these have been difficult times that we've been living in. There's a lot of chaos going on. Sometimes we need music to chill out to, to just chill out and find some peace of mind. And so I've been listening to James Francis' 713 from Purest Form as a bit of an antidote to help me keep my sanity. See what you think. great chill out vibes there i should mention the album will be out on may 21st on uh, blue note records and that it features the core trio of bassist Bernice travis and drummer jeremy dutton as well as fellow vanguard musicians emmanuel wilkins joe ross and others uh, whenever i come across an lp like this one i wonder whether in 20 or 30 years time we'll be speaking about these newer albums with the same reverence with which we talk about the great jazz albums of the past and definitely when we talk about the past and the historiography of jazz we also think about such quote-unquote factions as the Young Lions. This was a striving peer group that coalesced around the resurgence of hard bop in the 80s. We're talking about Wynton Marsalis, uh, Christian McBride, Donald Harrison and many others. Among them was drummer-composer Ralph Peterson Jr. So impressive was his style that he was de facto anointed as the heir to none other than Art Blakey and was even the Jazz Messenger's second drummer for several years, beginning in 1983. Anyways, Peterson was a remarkable figure in jazz who helped reignite hard bop, even more so when he began a recording as a band leader and eventually even formed the Messenger Legacy, a wrecking crew of prominent Jazz Messengers alumni. Sadly, Peterson passed away earlier this year, far too young, just a few weeks before his 59th birthday. The new album, Raise Up Off Me, is out on May 21st and can be considered his beautiful closing statement. It also features many of his longtime collaborators. Here's one of my favorite tracks on the record, Fantasia Brazil.
Lovely stuff from Ralph Peterson Jr. You can also hear Zakai Curtis on piano there. A couple of tracks in the album also feature vocals from Jasmea Horn. Like I said, this is a beautiful closing statement from one of the great drummers of his generation out on May 21st via Onyx Productions. And speaking of amazing collaborations, if you like to indulge into music that challenges you into a different mode of oral experience, <laughs> you're going to want to check out this new record, uh, Sacred Ceremonies out on TUM on uh, May 21st, is a collaboration between three renowned creative music masters. We're talking about Wadada Leo Smith on trumpet, Bill Laswell on uh, bass, and Milford Graves on drums and percussion. This is a three-disc venture that, as you would expect, is adventurous, unique, and transcends any easily identifiable influences. More specifically, Disc 1 is a duet effort between Wadada Leo Smith and Milford Graves. The second disc features Wadada Leo Smith and uh, Bill Laswell. And on the third record, all three artists perform together. Unfortunately, I have no music from the album to share with you, but because we sadly lost Milford Graves on February 2021, I felt it would be a good idea to revisit the music of one of his early projects, Percussion Ensemble is an album that I've always been fascinated with. It's from 1965 and features him alongside fellow Vanguard drummer Sonny Morgan. Uh, it kind of shows a bit of that spirit that earned Graves that reputation as one of those musicians who really helped liberate drums from their traditional timekeeping role. It's absolutely amazing. Take a listen to this snippet from it. There you go, that's the great Milford Graves, who, by the way, was a fascinating soul in his lifetime, absolutely driven by his thirst for knowledge. Aside from being a master musician, he was an educator, a visual artist, a martial artist, a herbalist, a researcher, an inventor. I mean, he really did it all. And the plurality of his interests definitely contributed to the amazing musical body of work he left behind. But yes, you can hear his genius alongside the amazing Wadada Leo Smith and Bill Laswell on Sacred Ceremonies out soon. Our next record is the album, the new album, by composer, saxophonist, flutist Anna Weber. And this is another high concept release. Uh, here, Weber presents a series of six pieces, four performed by her simple trio and two performed with a 12-piece ensemble. The idea is that each of these pieces is based on a specific woodwind extended technique she has taken from her own improvisational language. So in fact, the idea is to create a continuum between her compositional and improvising vocabulary, orchestrating these effects across the ensemble and applying them to different instruments. So. The resulting project is titled Idiom, and it's a really ambitious release from one of today's visionary artists that is out on Pi Recordings on May 28th, 
And here is Forgotten Best from that album. Expressionist interplay there between saxophone, piano, and percussion almost recalls some of the works of the Third Stream movement. And hey, that reminds me that if you like Third Stream, in our previous episode of Crate Digging, Brian and I talked about some of our favorite Third Stream albums. So if you're interested in taking a trip down memory lane and revisiting this influential fusion of jazz and classical music, this subgenre, this movement, Check that one out too. But for now, we have come to our conclusive record in our list of new jazz albums released this month, May 2021, and we're capping it off with a great one. This is from the amazing bassist Dave Holland. This new album is called Another Land, and it's another star-studded trio date for our list uh, this month. Holland is heard on this record performing with Kevin Eubanks and Obed Calvert. Quite an amazing guitar trio lineup for sure. This is a powerful studio set of fluid themes developed and forged by the musicians on the road and they really showcase their great chemistry and mutual understanding here. It's also worth mentioning that Another Land is the first release of a new partnership between Edition Records and Dave Holland as well as his own imprint Dare 2. Let's listen to a bit of the title track from the record. So, with the music of Dave Holland's trio and Another Land, we reach our final destination. That was our list of 10 albums you need to know for May 2021. Let us know what you thought about this episode of Crate Digging. I think it's been a lot of fun. Of course, as I mentioned at the start of the show, there are more albums that are well worth checking out this month, as every other month. This is just simply our attempt 
Uh, rounding up a diverse list of noteworthy jazz releases to help you further your listening ventures in jazz. But let me also remind you that today's episode of Crate Digging is brought to you in part by NAD Electronics. NAD is renowned for its award-winning line of components for audio and home theatre, which includes amplifiers, receivers and turntables. To better care for your vinyl collection, NAD recommends storing your records vertically in a cool, dry place to prevent warping. For more, check out nadelectronics.com. That does it for this Crate Digging podcast. Next week, we'll be back with another podcast in our Jazz Is Travel series, which we kicked off last week with an interview with Janis Sturz, founder of the amazing Habibi Funk label. So check that one out too, because it was an awesome conversation. And most likely the next episode of Crate Digging, we'll see the return of Jazz Is Digital content editor, Brian Zimmerman as well. If you have any suggestions for possible themes for future Crate Digging podcasts, do let us know about it. We're always looking for suggestions and for ways to interact with our listeners and our readers. For more top-rate jazz-related content, visit jazzes.com, where you'll also be able to read all about many more new and forthcoming releases, reissues, jazz old and new. You can access premium and exclusive content, interviews, reviews by subscribing as well. All that info you'll be able to find on the website jazzes.com for some of the best jazz content out there. Till the next time, stay healthy, stay safe, stay strong, and we'll see you soon.